Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Corey Pollard is back at quarterback now. Corey's in the end zone. Gets it away. Deep down the middle. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Welcome to another episode of Something's Brewing. How's everybody doing? Episode number 18. Producer Dan, how are you doing, my good friend? <laughs> good. You're very lively. I am. Well, you're, you're you very know, chipper for yeah. a Friday. It's Friday because evening. it's not that late. Yeah, it's not too if, late. It's not too late <laughs> for you. And it's been it has been a long day, but very excited to be here with you in studio. As a reminder, this episode brought to you by Organized Chaos Clothing, a lifestyle brand for our way of life. Don't forget to email us at Corey at somethingsbrewing.com. Nice. And we're off. Dan, fine. Have you had a decent week, by the way? I, I, you know, I feel bad sometimes. I just say, "How you doing, Dan?" But I don't really mean it. No, it's okay. I don't want you to mean it. You think I want to talk about my week? Well, I have you had a good week? Ah, whatever. (laughs) All right, maybe that's why I haven't asked. Right, exactly. I don't even. I I mean, I think it's been fine. Don't ask me what I've been doing because I couldn't tell you. I would imagine you've been preparing for the show. Oh, every day. And I appreciate you putting these notes together, though. By the way. All right, so let's get started. Number 18. The ones ones that you put together? My favorite number 18 of all time. Oh. I know you're probably pretty excited about that. very- I've gotten a little bit of light feedback. It's funny, a lot of our our regular listeners, they still won't use the email account that we've been giving out every week, but they have been sending me text messages about, you know, they like the addition (laughs) of this new segment. Oh, they do. So we're going to keep it up until people complain. Okay. (laughs) Um, (laughs) To the FCC. Right. Is that the right- yeah, that's, that's well correct. done. Okay, so not a bunch of options when it comes to number eighteen, uh, and it pains me to say this because f- I've had a love and hate relationship with Peyton Manning over the years, mm-hmm. but I'm going to have to go with my favorite number eighteen of all time is Peyton Manning. So yeah. let me tell you a little bit about why I have a, a love and hate relationship with him. I, I, I've I've met him briefly, okay, in passing as I was getting recruited. I, I was heavily, pretty heavily recruited by the University of Tennessee, where he was a you know superstar quarterback, broke all kinds of rec- records, blah blah blah, and he was getting ready for the draft. As I took an unofficial visit to Tennessee, and he was working out you know with a couple receivers, and the coach was like, "Hey, this is you know this is Peyton Manning, you know, he's right, going to be a right, number one right. draft pick." He's like, "You know, nice to meet you," and he was very very nice, but it wasn't. We didn't have a long conversation, mm-hmm. and then as I watched him sort of progress. I, I, I came a little bit from the the concept of jealousy because he's you know he was obviously you know, <laughs> Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. Yeah. But then I didn't. Does this sound bad to, to admit? I didn't <laughs> like the way his uniform looked on him. He looked like <laughs> he just looked like he's got the weird torso. <laughs> you know, he's a big forehead. His footwork, uh-huh. he just looks a little mechanical. I like it a little more fluid. Is that right? And he doesn't throw the greatest spiral in the world. Uh, so again, this sounds like I'm being a little bit of a hater, but then yeah. flip over. So I, I so visually, sure. I, I, I had, you know, I had, a, I didn't have a good relationship. No one with expects him. you to date Peyton Manning. I know, but okay, I, so, but as a, as a no, but I can say, as a connoisseur of the art, yeah, a, right. I, that's quarterback just how yourself. I felt. Yeah, sure. But no one can argue with no, the two-time Super Bowl champion. Even though I, I would have liked to have seen seen him win one or two more, but a four-time. 14-time Pro Bowler, Jeez. over 71,000 yards passing in the NFL. Um, and did you know that he was the Sports Illustrated Sportsman of the Year in 2013? Remember when we went to, or when I went to that uh, oh, couple months yeah. ago? Yeah, so he won that award. So he was, the, yeah, in, thir- in, in 13. Well, it's one of his statistics. Absolutely. Uh, on No doubt, first team a Hall, of Fa- a Hall of Fame ballot you know, entry. Um, and... Here's we're moving into the, to the love fest, right? Oh. I, even though he's a little dorky, <laughs> I love him on TV. Yeah, yeah, dude. And, and and we've we've joked early on in this something's brewing mm-hmm. relationship, you and I, about Aaron Rodgers. Um, but Aaron Rodgers doesn't do it for me in commercials. Peyton Manning does. Yeah, he really does. Yeah, he's clever. <laughs> and the one with the uh, the country music artist. Nationwide. Oh yeah. Who the hell's that guy? Why am I blanking on him? 
I don't know it. who it was. But it, but he was with Peyton Manning. He's with Peyton Manning, and Peyton Manning does a good job. If you've ever, if you've never seen Peyton Manning on Saturday Night Live, which I don't know, he's he's really really good. So anyway, favorite eighteen of all time, love hate relationship with Peyton Manning, <laughs> but definitely hasn't been hate in any time any time recently. Gotcha. So moving the chains, NFL free agency. There's been a couple more movements on the NFL free agency front. Uh, a couple of note that I either like or want to talk about. Anthony Barr. <laughs> uh, Anthony Barr, fellow, fellow Bruin. Yeah. Fellow Bruin, okay, sure. uh, decided he, he was going to go to the Jets again. So, sorry, Grant, uh, and he took that back and re-signed with the Vikings. Oh, all right, Earl Thomas to the Ravens. So uh, I don't for the Raven fans out there. I don't think this is anywhere near a reincarnation of Ed Reed, but I do like Earl Thomas. But I think it's he's at the end of his career. Ha ha, Clinton Dix. You ever met a guy named Ha ha? No. Dan? Or who had the last name Dix. <laughs> His name's really Ha Ha? That's what they call him, and that's what wow. it says everywhere. If Whether or not it's on his uh, birth yeah, certificate, yeah. I would assume so, I hope. But he goes by Ha Ha? Yeah, he goes by Ha Ha. Right. There was a league, we're going to talk about the AAF uh, yeah, actually next, but you probably don't remember the XFL. But there was uh, a, vaguely you do kind of sure. it was uh, Vince McMahon you know, WWF mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with his he was a you know had a big hand in recreating the XFL and I'll never forget a guy that became famous because he went by the name of he hate me <laughs> <laughs> and, and I guarantee people name. remember that name yeah. so haha Clinton Dix awesome safety I like him he, I, 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 he was a, a Alabama guy went from the Packers to the Bears huh. So we got the Bears. Yeah, so a little, a little interleague, uh, interdivision transfer. And then Terrell Suggs finally leaves the Ravens. This guy's been playing for the Ravens since he came out of the womb. Uh, <laughs> and he went to, went to the Arizona Cardinals. Only on a one-year deal, though. But a little side note, I do remember playing against Terrell Suggs. And Bob Toledo, which we have, haven't gone all the way into the Bob Toledo saga. Maybe <laughs> over the years we will. Uh, but oh, yeah. I'll never forget Bob Toledo coming in and saying, you're going to we're going to have to watch out about this guy, Terrell Suggs. This guy's going to play in the NFL someday. And we're like, well, we're going to be careful. We're going to be careful. <laughs> and uh, well, you watch out now. Uh, you're, and you're he was right. a fan of Toledo's. No, I'm a huge fan of Bob Toledo. <laughs> um, so he was right about that, which was one thing. Um, and then I got to say, Teddy fucking Bridgewater re-signs with the Saints for $12.5 million, $7.5 million guaranteed. Dan, you don't know who Teddy Teddy Bridgewater is. He's a backup (laughs) quarterback in the NFL. And he signed for what? $7.5 million guaranteed, $12.5 million. Wow. Yeah. And he he hasn't he hasn't done any you know again such I'm a quarterback style hater, but Teddy Bridgewater <laughs> seven and a half million guaranteed to hold a clipboard. So if anyone asks you next time, Dan, what do you want to be when you grow up? It's a backup quarterback yes. in the NFL. Yes, I do. Or do you want to sell insurance? No, backup. Pretty quarter, sure, Got backup it. quarterback. Yeah. Pretty sure I'd rather hold a clipboard for seven and a half million guaranteed. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but remember last week we talked about the franchise tag definition, and we were, and I I've gotten some yeah. negative feedback that I don't follow up with things that I say we're going to follow up on. So I'm going to do that now. Yeah, we say that a lot. We say uh, we're well, going to post we're, a lot of things too that we never do. Well, they, there's only one. No, I know who's, producer, right? True. Good point. We got to talk. Okay. To so the the franchise, the official definition of franchise tag on a player mm-hmm. is that it means that a team will pay that player no less than the average of the top five salaries at the player's position, or one hundred and twenty percent of the player's previous salary, salary, whichever is greater. Mm-hmm. The player is not allowed to negotiate with other teams. Teams can only use the franchise tag once every off season season and it only guarantees a player's salary for the following year a player can be tagged up to three times by their team so you don't know a goddamn thing about nfl football dan Mm -hmm. and and when i just read that to you it sounds like a shitty deal doesn't it (laughs) it's it sounds like one one party has all the power yeah and the other party just has to say yeah okay and and we i bitched and complained and told the nfl free agents to say to shut up last week, mm-hmm. if you remember, mm-hmm. and 
I'm I'm on their side on this one. That's ridiculous. It's a little crazy. If right? you're gonna pay, I mean, talk about discrimination, right? I'm surprised. By the way, mm, they yeah. did they did uh, release some of the information for um, Colin Kaepernick's uh, settlement and and oh, one did of his they? teammates, yeah. And they and they only got ten million combined. Really? Yeah. Which is I thought it was going to be a lot more mm-hmm. than that. But yeah. but when you talk about a, a discrimination aspect to this, let's 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 think about this. Talk to me. Aren't it's it, it, if if Colin Kaepernick can sue the NFL for discrimination against him because he decided to kneel for the national anthem and and he was blackballed and blah blah blah, who's to say that eventually the franchise tag aspect won't come back as a lawsuit in in the into the NFL as well? Now, granted, I haven't read the collective bargaining agreement um, that's in place with the NFL players, but I also know that there's a was a rule in the NFL rule book that said you must stand for the national anthem so <laughs> mm-hmm. so you mm-hmm. you can't you can't say if someone's listening that's an expert in the nfl rule book slash players uh collective bargaining agreement then watch out here comes a lawsuit about the franchise tag mm-hmm. because the numbers are staggering on the amount of money when you get franchised tagged mm-hmm. that means you you're not allowed to do it the free agent Right aspect that we right. talked about You're all stuck. those numbers last week, right? Right, and multiple cases where someone that didn't get franchised that was not as good as the guy that got franchised got two to three times more money than the guy that got franchised. <laughs> right, you you follow me? The yeah, that's the, yeah, yeah. I guess it just doesn't seem right to me. Um, you, you right? Yeah, absolutely. So watch for that. So watch for a big lawsuit on the franchise tag. Yeah, <laughs> you heard it first here, You're folks. Heard Stop the presses, <laughs> get the or get the printing press ready. Corey, pause. Colon. Yeah. There's going to be a lawsuit. There's going to be a lawsuit. What was the la- last week with Dizzy Dean? <laughs> they checked my head. Didn't find Didn't anything. Find anything. <laughs> That's what I feel like. That would be the front of the New York Times. Corey, pause. Said big lawsuit coming. <laughs> Read all about it. Read Fifteen on. cents coming at you right here. <laughs> coming out. All right. Quick uh, AAF update, keeping it on football before yeah. we, before we move the chains. Um, so you don't remember what AAF stands for? It stands for the Alliance of American Football. Nice. Okay. Um, and and I've been watching that. We haven't given the the this this uh, you know league uh, a lot of attention, but I, th- I I wanted to move it in here be- for a couple of different reasons. So number one, they're they're doing well. They're doing fine. And mm, it yeah. is it is quickly becoming, from what it appears to be, uh, a legitimate triple A league for football, yeah, much like baseball has triple A, double A, single A, and right, freaking right. rookie league. Right. Okay, this is becoming a legitimate way for uh, guys that are not making it in the NFL to still make a decent living or to make enough money to live off of mm-hmm. and focus solely on football. Um, so I, I like what they're doing. It, for instance. One of the games uh, between I forget which two teams there there it, w- it was uh, they they uh, measured this, but there was two teams in the AAF played and more people watched it than the NBA showcase game, which was Oklahoma City against Houston. Holy cow! Yeah, I mean, so those are good numbers. Those are good numbers, right? So great thing for football players. Uh, again, maybe this should be called the episode of jealousy because I'm going to say it again. Um, <laughs> oh. Little jealous that that wasn't available, right? Uh, even though the Canadian league was still available and blah blah blah. But this is definitely I would have I I could I could have seen myself at least giving the AAF uh, a, a, a shot mm-hmm. and, and 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 paying attention and trying. Right, because right? I admit in the CFL I didn't give a shit, and it was a freaking joke. Uh, no matter how much money they paid me, it would have had to been a million dollars to take that piece of shit game seriously. Um, anyway, um, so just so that you're aware, there's an Eastern Conference and a Western Conference. In the Eastern Conference, it's the Orlando Apollos. Does sound a little like a janky league when you start getting their names out, but <laughs> the Birmingham Iron. Nice. And that's how it is. It is like well, irons or what? I don't. Do you Birmingham, think they missed an S? Birmingham iron. Birmingham iron. Right now, and I don't know. Is Birmingham known for their iron? For their iron. I didn't know that. We're gonna have to Isn't look that in that. Pittsburgh. We're follow- That's what I would have thought. The Steel yeah. City, Atlanta Legends, and the Memphis Express. A little side note. You mm. know who Johnny Manziel is, don't you? 
Don't tell me you've never heard of Johnny Manziel. Yeah, but I'm drawing a blank. I feel like oh, did man, he come up I, recently on the show? Uh, well, we've been. I think we've talked about him a handful of times. He's a so. short little, you know, short little white quarterback from Texas A and M that has had plenty of. He's had a whirlwind career. He. he Pumped up Texas A and M's endowment by a couple hundred million dollars. Won the Heisman, got drafted, got dropped, went to the CFL, got kicked out, and now he's in the uh, the AAF. Gotcha. So he's like the Herschel Walker of the <laughs> USFL, uh, I think. But he's a he's a he's a he's a PR deal. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, if he's really good in in, in the AAF, that mm-hmm. will even be better for him. But all of a sudden, there was you know. Uh, Japanese reporters at the press conference for Johnny Manziel. Really? Yeah, like twice as many reporters all of a sudden that he shows up. Mm-hmm. So I don't want it to turn into a, a joke because right. the football is good. And then in the Western Conference, we got San Antonio Comets, San Diego Fleet, which, by the way, they're my favorite team, the San Diego yeah. Fleet, because you know they got the- Because they got all the naval bases Yeah, I like there. that. Yeah. They're so far there. They're my favorite team, Arizona right. Hot Shots and the Salt Lake City Stallions. So one thing that the if, if, the, if any of our listeners haven't watched it yet- um, you'll notice when you do watch it that the coaches, I, I like what they've done with the coaches too. So they've, every head coach is a relatively fame, ex famous football player. Oh, is that coach. right? Yeah. Oh, cool. Which is, which is also kind of cool. Yeah. You know, you got, um, you know, Mike Singletary, for instance, is on Memphis as the head coach for the Memphis Express. And last I checked, a guy like Mike Singletary might not get along extremely well with Johnny Menzel. But we'll uh, <laughs> we'll see how that uh, we'll see how that rolls rolls out. But speaking of rolling, uh, spring practice at UCLA. So I stopped by uh, a little VIP setting. Oh, really? Yeah, he had to ch- he had to oh. like, sign up. I sent my name in. Had to check in. I check in and I'm running into a bunch of old players that I hadn't seen in a while. And uh, you know when you go to a uh, whether it's a networking event or a uh, uh, you know uh, any type of function where they have the little white rip out name tags, yeah, you know the sticky name tags, yeah. and there's the ones that are typed. <laughs> And then, and the, then there's the ones the that one are sharpied. Sharpie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I responded mm-hmm. and, you know, got to give a shout out to my girl, Kat, who runs, uh, you know, the, the Wooden Athletic Fund for the for UCLA Athletics. And, but I, I, gave, I had to give her a hard time. I said, I, I, I guarantee you I sent in my <laughs> oh, RSVP. No. And she said that someone stole it, which means it's one of my teammates stole it right. so that I would have to write in a sharpie. <laughs> right. And, and they're be walking the around as Corey Pop. No, they threw it away. Oh, I, nice. I, I, I didn't find who it was, but I guarantee yeah. somebody did do that. Nice. But I, I felt a little dirty doing this, so I refused to write my name with a Sharpie. What did you do? I didn't wear one. <laughs> so then I had the awkwardness nice. of I was I'm the nice. only guy walking around without it right. on. And every time I shook somebody's hand that I didn't know, but they had one that was printed, I was like, yeah, I didn't feel like writing my name down. It felt awkward. I'm Corey. <laughs> nice to meet you. Big gulps, huh? See yeah. you later. Yeah. Um, so spring practice at UCLA, which, by the way, back when I was there and back then, as far as I know, you did all of spring practice at one time after spring break. Now they do spring practice a little bit before, because you're only allowed to do X amount of practices mm. during the year. Now they do a little bit before, and then they'll let the kids go and on. And then they go on break? Go on spring break, and then they come back. Okay. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't get it. Yeah. I, I feel you should have, I, I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not sure how I, how I feel about that yet. Because these are 18 to 21, 22-year-old kids. Yeah, they're you got to keep them focused doing 100%. Push-ups. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Spring break, you can't force them, I, I don't think. Or is he trying to be, let them let their hair down? I don't know. Just, I don't know. I need to look into that a little bit more. But anyway, shout out to Rick Ryan Newfeld uh, as well, another ex-NFLer that I hadn't seen in a long time, and uh, and Bruce Davis as, as well, uh, one of the better defensive linemen uh, in UCLA's history. Hadn't seen him in a while. Him in a while. I did see some talent on the defensive line, though, Dan. Yeah? Yeah, do you know what that position is? Um, well, it's name more than one, one. Name one defensive lineman. Okay, ready? And ever. Yeah. Okay. Oh, what's his name? Uh, uh. I'll give you a hint. 
Is his last name is is Brown. <laughs> Close. <laughs> Actually, his last name is White. Uh, that's not who I was thinking of. Though. Big black dude. Name, number 92, last name White. Right, exactly. That's what I was going to say. Do you not know who that guy is? Herschel Walker. <laughs> Reggie White. Reggie White. Okay. Yes. All right. That's a D lineman. Arguably one of the best D linemen in the history of, of the I world. I really can't. He had a defense. He had a, a rush. Dan, if you watch old film of Reggie White, yeah. he'll run up the field and he'll take his giant arm and he'll hit an offensive tackle that weighs 300 plus pounds with his arm. He'll just hit him with his arm and he'll move him completely out of the way and go right to the quarterback. (laughs) And I have yet to see another defensive lineman do that like Reggie White That sounds nuts. So, okay. Next up, Players Championship, one of the four majors for PGA golf. Mm. um, And also one of the uh, highest paid golf tournaments we'll oh, get really? to that in a second yeah so do you know who Roy, rory mcelroy is have you heard that guy he did that song uh thrift shop <laughs> what's that no that's mclemore i'm sorry no i don't know who that is ryan mclemore no i don't know who that is okay i McLemore, assume it's a golfer mclemore is actually a really good rapper yeah that's who that's what i thought you were talking yeah. about uh I went to the moped store, said, fuck it. Salesman's like, what up? What's your budget? I'm like, honestly, I don't know nothing about mopeds. I said, I got the one for you. Follow me. Woo! It's too real. Chromed out rims. I don't happening? need a cl- I chromed out rims. I don't need a windshield. Banana seat, a canopy on two wheels, 800 cash. That's a hell of a deal. I'm going downtown, cruising through the alley, tiptoeing in the street like Bally. That's Macklemore, who you just brought up. Yeah, but. Did I just brought you, that off you, the top of my head. Did you buy the CD or something? No, CD. Dan, <laughs> come on. It's not that old, I guess. I actually was down. Um, but that sounds like shout, an album track. Yeah, that wasn't sh- a single, right? Shout out shout out to, to my man, Ken, and, and his wife, Claire. Uh, long, long-time friends of mine came out from Chicago for spring break. This oh, Don't worry, I'll get to the point. And <laughs> I was supposed to play golf. Uh, and my golf thing got canceled, so I was able to show them around L.A. And they got you know four kids, and we had a great time. We go down to Venice Beach to start it off, right? And oh, it's foggy. Yeah. I felt terrible. It was foggy, and um, we're walking, and I got business casual on. All right, sure. I got business casual on. Venice Beach. It's nine a.m. <laughs> and I got you know a nice looking watch, and I'm dressed nice, whatever. Right. As soon as I get to the boardwalk, <laughs> a guy hands me. A card that signs like this is me in the movie Coach Carter, and I take it and I say, "Oh, thanks, man." He's like, "Hey, hey, what are you doing?" It's like, and it's you know, you're just gonna take that? I'm like, "Oh my god, I forgot. I haven't been to Venice Beach in a while. You don't grab anything." (laughs) I pull out ten dollars. Like, here's ten dollars. Oh man, thank you. And he gives me three CDs he made. Oh, nice. I, and, and and my buddy Ken has him, and he's and he's in spring break down in San Diego now, and, he, and he's got him. He's yeah. checking it out. I, I haven't heard how the CD is. I, I <laughs> oh, imagine it's Jesus. not very good. But yeah. So no. no, Dan, when's the last time you bought a CD? Um, do you even have a CD player in your car? I do. Yeah. Yeah. So do I. I haven't used it. <laughs> well, let me get this CD for you. You're gonna like it. Okay, thank you. I imagine this guy's gonna go straight to the oh, top of the good. Billboard oh, charts. I don't even remember his He's name. He's the next Macklemore. So, back to the Players Championship. So, you know the end. The last round of the Players Championship was on Sunday. Yes, sir. Do you know what else happened on Sunday, Dan? Well, lots last, of things. Last Sunday, what is the something big that happened on Sunday? Oh, uh, it was St. Patrick's Day. That's right. Yes, St. Patrick's Day. And before I get into the rest of the golf thing, shout out to the original CPG for his birthday is on St. Patrick's Day, and I forgot to call him. So the original CPG. The original CPG. Yeah, the the original, the real CPG when you look at his initials, but he knows who he is. Okay, so Rory McIlroy, that's how this all got started. What That was a decent tangent, though, because it allowed me to show some of my rap skills. Exactly. I thought they were decent. I was just teeing you up, man. Thank you. All right, so Rory McIlroy is an Irishman. He won the PGA Tour, the Players' Championship, won over $2.2 million on St. Patrick's Day. Patrick's Day. How great is that? On St. Patrick's Day. I don't know what time it was. In it Ireland. was St. Patrick's time. I mean, come on. How great, great is that? 
That's I think that's great, awesome. Actually. Do you have any Irish in you? You're American. You're I a white guy. You I probably sure do. Irish. No, I do. You do? Me I do. Not my, a lot. My son's uh, birthday is on St. Patrick's Day. Next St. Patrick's Day, he turns 21. You think someone will buy him a beer? Yeah, finally. Yeah. Good for you, Dan. Yeah. That's going to be fun. Not really. Well, I mean, it's a tough birthday to have, though. It feels... Yeah. Once you, especially when you get older. Right. It, it, it's, you have to share that day with, all with other people. If, drunk, yeah. yeah. And I guess it's cool that everyone else is partying that day, but... Like, yeah, you know, thanks. Could you stop if it's the throwing 18th, up green on me? It's yeah. the 18th. It's like no one's celebrating. It's all your day. Right. You can own the 18th. Uh, a side note, though, Jim Furyk, who I like him. He's an older guy, but yeah. I, I just I like his demeanor. He seems like a de- I've never met him, but he seems like a decent guy. Seems like a really good guy. Excuse me. Um, the the discrepancy, like uh, McElroy's still in his mid-20s. Furyk's in his late 40s. He gets second place. He wins one point three five million. Oh my! And the cool thing about the players' championship is that there's a a, a bigger discrepancy between the 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 uh, the places. Mm-hmm. Typically, mm-hmm. in professional larger events for professional golf, there will be about a two hundred fifty thousand dollar difference between one place and the next. Okay. Uh, you know, two point two was number one. One point three was number right. Right. So that's, <laughs> that's like huge. hey, if you're if you're if you're tied going into the eighteenth. Yeah, no pressure. You, I don't care how much money you have. <laughs> you want to win an extra million or not? Yeah, okay? exactly. And speaking of pressure, John Rahm, who had a tin cup type moment. Uh, I know you don't. You, we talked about tin Kevin, cup last week. Kevin Costner. Yeah, stars. Our, there's our buddy Kevin Costner again. He had a tin cup moment. His caddy told him to do one thing. He said, "No, I'm not listening to you." He hits it in the water. <gasps> he didn't. Now he didn't do it three times in a row, and he probably was not going to win. Uh, but he definitely took himself completely out of it after that. Ouch. Um, but let's see a couple other notables. I mean, Dustin Johnson, who we still haven't had his uh, good buddy, that uh, that caddy that we need to get on here. We, we got to do that before the uh, Masters, which are coming up oh, in April, by yeah. the way. That's the next uh, uh, one of the majors. But uh, who else we got here? Justin Rose, uh, Jason Day still up there, Adam Scott, uh, and Hideki Matsuyama. We, talk, I, we tend to talk about something Japanese every week. And so, apparently this week it's him. And this week, congratulations! Uh, it's it's like where's Waldo, right? <laughs> exactly. Where's where's the Japanese reference coming this week? It happens to be Hideki Matsuyama. Okay, I want to spend a little more time on this next segment, and mm-hmm. it's about the NCAA tournament. And in case you haven't noticed, for those of you that work in corporate America or for God's sakes anywhere, um, I got I got to be honest, I have not. Filled out a bracket. You, you remember the words filling out a bracket, right? I Dan? do. Yes. Okay. I haven't filled out a bracket in yeah. a couple of years with the onslaught of my ability to gamble on pretty much everything um, at any waking moment on the planet. Mm-hmm. The, the bracket doesn't matter to me anymore. Right. Yeah. No, that's when the guy walks around the office and yeah, it takes yeah, $5 and right. whatever. Right. Um, yeah. That's a little, it, but 90s. it's still huge uh, entertainment values. People are still getting into it. I'm not taking away from that. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm saying I'm not. Right. But what I do want to focus on over the next you know few minutes is the aspect of big business, because we've been talking a lot over the last couple of weeks about amateurism and professionalism. We've, in fact, we've all the way gone back to the sumos and the goddamn nights of the round table. <laughs> yeah, come on now. But when you're talking about amateurism, it's and it's it came up this week in the news because North Carolina, the 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 legislature in North North Carolina, uh, are, are, are proposed some Senate Bill three fifty five or some shit about. Um, trying to pave the way to legitimately and officially set up uh, college athletes in North Carolina to not get paid, but have some aspects of protection that they don't have today. And we'll, mm. we'll get into that in a few more minutes. But let's 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 back up for one second. So over one billion dollars, Dan, is going to be brought in because of the NCAA tournament over the next couple weeks. B right. billion with a B. Yeah, in in like a couple weeks. Jeez. You know, a little over. Well, let the last game the the national championship is on uh, on April eighth, and the game started yesterday. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what is that? Three weeks. Mm-hmm. All right. So first of all, even though I didn't fill out a bracket, I just want to make sure we're all on the same page though, because it's the first time in uh, in a while that three teams from the same conference, the ACC, all were number one seeds. 
just so we're on the same page. Sweet. Virginia being one of them, there is some talk about us, UCLA basketball, when I say us. Sure. Uh, trying to get the head coach of Virginia, which would be awesome. Oh, really? Uh, so we'll see, we'll, we'll see if that pans out. But so far, this is Friday evening. I haven't looked at the scores from uh, the rest of today. But we've only had really one kind of, I wouldn't call it major, but definitely one decent upset. Upset was Murray State beat Marquette. Mm. Yeah, you want to know where Marquette is? Uh... For for the for the for the seasoned listener that's listened to everything, you should know this again. But you're the producer that doesn't pay attention. Georgia, Milwaukee. Yeah, remember I that? I don't know where Murray is either. Oh, it is a Milwaukee. Milwaukee. When that's we had right. that moment, Wayne's World party. On. <laughs> okay, wait, where's uh, Murray? I don't know where Murray is. <laughs> oh, I don't know where Murray State is. Good, good, hey, good comeback. See next week. Next week. Next we'll, week we'll uh, get back we'll, on that. We'll forget one. to talk. about We're going to do Murray. a whole episode about Murray State. Um, <laughs> I don't think. But so. no, I will say this: from looking at the bracket, um, you know, Chenoweth is going to come on. We're going to do a Sweet Sixteen, Elite Eight thing again. Mm, mm-hmm. um, but we're also he. So I'm going to Kansas City on Thursday next week for a uh, for a, a, a meeting. Shout out to the. The number one gaming manufacturers on the planet. Mm. They make chips and cards. Oh, that kind of gaming. Yeah. GPI International. Nice. So shout out to them. So I got to meet with them on Thursday. And if Kansas and UNC, North Carolina, who was my mm-hmm. favorite team growing up, and I still have a soft spot in my heart for, if they all both win, then the Sweet 16 will be on next Friday, okay, mm-hmm. um, in Kansas City. Yeah. Ooh. So I haven't told my wife about that yet. <laughs> and I got to play it by ear a little bit. But yeah. we'll see if that happens because uh, Chenoweth and I are going to go to that game in Kansas City, UNC, Kansas. That's awesome. So we'll be keeping track of this going on going forward um, because we can gamble on it. Yesterday, yesterday, I think I placed five different parlay bets on the games i like just picked oh, seriously five a five game parlay this team this team this team oh i'm i lost okay another one this one this one this one lost another one this one this one this one lost maybe i should stop doing that and just picking you know <laughs> who, who i uh, right. who i we like actually, but yeah so back to the concept of amateurism in sports so we talked a little bit about the bill that was now uh is being proposed and the likelihood of this type of thing changing soon uh, is very slim, but it's only a matter of time before something happens. I mean, like we mentioned earlier about, you know, the NFL football player being able to, um, you know, uh, potentially sue for the franchise tag. I mean, just look what's happening in, in politics and in popular Mm -hmm. culture. Can you imagine, can you, can you see the college athlete getting away with or can you see the NCAA getting away with not paying these athletes after all this money they're making? Not forever, knowing what's happening no. in in the world right now, well, or no. at least in the United There's States. There's no way. There, there's such a swell of interest in figuring something out for these guys. Something. It, it seems inevitable. Now, what that'll be, I have <laughs> no clue. Yeah. But um, yeah. Some someday something will happen. Yeah. So so here's a couple of points. Uh, not to get in the court of law because this is not law school. We don't want to put anybody to sleep. You want to know two people that you never want to call and you hate calling unless you really need them? Ghostbusters. A lawyer and a plumber. Oh, yeah. Okay. So a couple points of the bill. It's illegal. That would make it illegal the possibility that an institution could derive revenue from an athlete's name, image, or likeness without the athlete's written consent. Okay. Uh, (laughs) What? UCLA sold my jersey. (laughs) Okay. They didn't sell a lot of them. Right, but they sold. But my they jersey. did sell it. Yeah, like at, the, like at the sporting goods store or whatever. Yeah, all all over the place. Wow. And then when I graduated, I'll never forget. I went. I think I've told this story weeks and weeks ago, but f- stop me or tune out for a second. <laughs> um, it was at the champs back when there was champs. I haven't seen a champs in a while. Yeah, are there still champs? There is still champs. I don't know. I haven't. Se- I feel like I haven't seen one. I in don't a while. go to the mall. It was the champs at Third Street Promenade when I was living in Second in California. Oh, and nice. I walk in. It, it was in between the, my uh, getting ready for my my very short NFL career, and I walk in. And there's a whole rack, you know, the circular racks sure, full of my jerseys. <laughs> and it says, it's got a big sign that says clearance. And I, and I, and I yell to the guy, you know, he's on the other side of the store. There's nobody in there. <laughs> and I yell to the, the, one of the work guys working. I say, hey, 
this whole rack is on like clearance, like 70% off. He's like, yeah, man, nobody bought him. You know, nobody <laughs> really bought him. I go, and I, I like, I look, pull up, to call my bank to see how much money I have in my <laughs> account. Really? I bought as much as I possibly could. I bought, I wanted them to go get out of there. I don't want right. to, I don't want to see them hanging there no. with a 70% and off. I just gave them away to homeless people. <laughs> Next Corey thing you know, has a huge following <laughs> yeah. in the homeless community. Oh, yeah, they're really big fans. Wow, number ten, big fans. Soup Kitchen. Wow, <laughs> Soup Kitchen Hall of Famer. You know it. <laughs> anyway, okay, so formalization of health and safety procedures related to athletic trainers. Blah blah blah. Okay, that seems like uh, duh. Uh, there's disclosure to recruits and current athletes about the public percentage of athletes on each team that is enrolled in a given major. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's that's very important. Good luck with that. Um, providing continuous academic support and monitoring for freshmen that get into school. With this, came up with the uh, the academic, uh, you know, issues that we have going on yeah, nationally. Yeah. So for freshman athletes that are legitimate athletes, not Hollywood not, types, not Photoshop athletes, like, yeah, legitimate athletes getting into a school that they have no right to be into and in from strictly an academic standpoint, but they're there for athletics gotcha. to giving them more attention. That that sure. sounds. That, that makes great. sense. Yeah. Provide athletes with formal standardized process to determine answers for questions of ineligibility. Basically, hey, this might be illegal. Can you help me? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Got it. And then provide athletes the use of a quote unquote certified attorney to help them guide through the eligibility concerns or, or questions of potential NCAA violations. All right. So like that doesn't have anything to do with making money off no. of the billions of dollars that no. that schools and and corporate and, and and TV deals and the NCAA who happens to be a quote unquote nonprofit. Not, and you can't really, <laughs> Is that right? A, a nonprofit that brings in almost ten billion dollars a yeah. year. Yeah. Okay. So I'm not. I, I, this is not me fighting for the people, but I'm going to sound like it <laughs> for a few minutes. Okay. All right. So. Nothing in there has to do with money. No. Um, and they're saying it's not going to po- most likely going to pass because of uh, you know, backlash from the opposition in regards to potentially having to raise ticket prices at a junior college or some <laughs> shit. And I, I've, I've been asked many times uh, by, by people about, you know, do you think college athletes should be paid? And the answer is yes, but not – um, like an actual check paycheck, okay? Because okay. I do believe, and the more I read up on the 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 the, the history of sport, yes, you know, over you know, yes, there I I even feel more strongly about what I'm about to say, and so I I I've come up with someone else might have brought it up, but I've done the research and I don't see it, and and don't get me wrong, I'm not going to. To go try and bring this up to the hill and get this <laughs> no? done, okay? Not oh, okay. not anytime soon. But some feel free, anyone listening, to try and take this idea and call me if you or send us an email. And we get together and talk <laughs> about. It. All right. So, but I wanted to connect an algorithm uh, in regards to the amount of time spent on TV, mm. okay? Okay. In conjunction with a very small percentage of the overall TV deal, that an individual would be able to experience some sort of financial gain because mm-hmm. the biggest money is included into the TV deals. Yeah. All right. And if you're on TV and, and again, I'm not a math major, although I was in uh, advanced math as in middle school. Okay. <laughs> I dropped uh, college calculus my senior year of high school because I didn't want to have that much of a load, <laughs> yeah. even though I was, you know, I got into school. I'm good to go. Um, Algorithm connected to how much you're on TV in conjunction into a 401k type of retirement account that is not for retirement. It it works in conjunction with you graduating from college and getting a degree. You don't mm. get access to any of that money unless you actually graduate. So that's your retirement is graduation. And to, that's when you can access. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, and I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to create a whole new IRS code for the 401k, <laughs> right. but I – yeah. Last I checked, they make up new laws all the time that don't make goddamn sense whatsoever. Right. All right, but this sounds like this a great is, idea. This is America. These guys are on TV all the time. Billions yeah. of dollars are passing literally from hand to and, hand. And, and so and so and and so let's think about it like this, Dan. So you're uh, it, it, let's for instance, you 
because you are up, you're one of the four finalists for the Heisman. Okay. okay? All right. That you think about how much money you can't that is brought into the school, or how much uh, notoriety, how much media attention is brought to your university because you were good enough to be up for the Heisman. Right. It happens once a year, and it's one of the most watched uh, little you know award shows there is. Every other kid that gets on an award show, you, you tie it back to the money. Mm-hmm. You tie it back to some sort of uh, literally a direct connection because if they're they're giving away, there a lot of this information is public anyway, right? right. Like you can find TV deals, the the the, sure. the, the true expense of a, of a big TV deal, mm-hmm. and. I think that that's a logical way to do it. And for the athletes that get drafted high and make $50 million playing basketball or football or what have you, which most likely they're only going to do in basketball, football, or baseball, mm-hmm. um, then they're probably not going to go back and get their, their degree. And so the money you get from that, fucking donate it to right. your favorite nonprofit or your favorite right. charity. Okay, Or if you don't do it in a certain amount of time – if you then you it decreases or something right again for all of you legislators out there i know we got a lot to work out but but it's a start what do you think i think it's a start you like it yeah because nobody's on tv for free yeah nobody except, except for college except, athletes right except college athletes except college athletes which uh, does not sound fair on any level whatsoever especially when you connect the dots because there's fucking sag actors making a decent amount of money sure when a show when no one's watching the show yeah it's 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 a union yeah there's a so sad there union minimums and there's minimums and, sure. no matter how many people watch uh chicago matter. fire right okay? doesn't matter doesn't you fucking matter scale or whatever right yeah okay so great 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 point dan I, it's welcome to the show thank you very much I'm fi- glad you nice finally here glad you finally joined us tonight okay. <laughs> all right so I, I i feel like might as well from there cross over to brooklyn's bridge and we hope you stick around for the rest for the last part of the show because if you do well then you're gonna know <laughs> and i struggled with a little bit uh of content for this last portion but mm. i've settled i settled and that and you know what Damn it. Stop talking. I didn't mean settled. Okay. I comfortably chose to go with <laughs> okay. a concept talk. I want to talk about the rest of the show. I want to talk mm-hmm. about a book called Strength Finder 2.0. Okay. And I, I know you've done, looked at some of the notes that I've yes, created briefly, for you. Yes. Um, what, what did you think so far? Isn't it look kind of cool? But can you tell can you tell our audience what exactly it is? Let's see Strength how Strength well Finder 2.0 seems to be uh an update of the Myers-Briggs type of test. Okay. But um very much geared towards your business leadership okay styles. Okay. 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 All right. Came from uh what was it? The Gal Oh, the Gallup organization okay. known for the Gallup poll. Okay. Uh, All right, so don't think about like don't think about it so much in business standpoint. Okay, though. basically it's a personality test, yeah, and, and it can be used in business, but it's not just for business. Okay, gotcha. And it's about focusing on your strengths rather than your weaknesses, mm-hmm. and connecting yourself, whether it be in personal relationships, social relationships, uh, romantic relationships, and professional relationships that counteract your strengths with other people's strengths. Gotcha. And I want to read a quick corny uh, <laughs> quote from my man Benjamin Franklin yo which by the way you know, I, I told a story the other day about having lunch with um, two of my old teammates um, uh, Polly Dixon and Deshaun Foster with my favorite Persian mm-hmm. so it was the we went to the Soho house and it was like you know everybody Tom Dick and Harry that is in Hollywood that it thinks there's somebody is there, so we couldn't get a table. Mm. And we walk up to the guy that was working the sort of the uh, the hostess to <laughs> to get in to mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. get a table. And uh, we said, if you get us a table, we got a you know Ben Franklin, you know for you, you know hundred dollar bill. <laughs> sure. And uh, <laughs> he says, well, what's your what's your guys's number? He takes down the number. And he's like he's like, what's your name? And he's like about to write Ben Franklin. He thought that we were like one of you was. 
Ben fucking Franklin. Named Didn't Franklin. know that Ben Franklin was on the goddamn hundred dollar. And he's the Mater D of this. Solo. I wouldn't call him a Mater D. This is no. a this is a bar- probably barely above minimum wage job. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. But he's at a cool place, so they probably yeah. he probably has to work for free. Yeah. <laughs> for, that. for the honor of being for that. the honor yeah. of maybe getting found and being placed in an ad. Yes. <laughs> Okay, where he will receive God is, scale. Yeah, because God is a fair man, and you aren't that good looking and that much of a genius. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Okay, so Ben Franklin said, "Hide not your talents; they for use were made." What's a sundial in the shade? Huh? Wow, he even made a rhyme. I know, right? Right, Ben Franklin. And we dropped a little Macklemore earlier, sure. so we can appreciate a little Ben Franklin ben dropping Franklin some raps in up in his yacht. Was the first rapper? He obviously he flow. So, you know, do you really have the opportunity to do your best every day, you know, to, to focus on that every day? I, I doubt it, right? No, I don't. And, and and how many times do you remember as a kid growing up, like, even in sports, like, well, sports is a little bit different. So, you know, if you're, you know, it's the left side, the right side of the brain. If you are have never been good at math, mm-hmm. it's like, well, you really need to get good at math. And think about how much time kids potentially spent on we're not good at math. The brains don't right. work that way. Right. I mean, granted, you need to be able to do a little bit of math. A little bit would, but, w- would be good. But, but spend sure. extra time on trying to get really good at math when you could have been even more exponentially better in something else right. that you were never going to be really good at math at. Right, right, right. So right. you get it? So I'm, sure. I'm trying to connect that. So there's 34 um, uh, specific traits that they've uncovered Okay. that once you take a test... Which are you open to taking the test? I will I think totally. Cool. I will totally take. All the right, test. so I'm going to have the uh, I'm going to have the uh, book sent to your house. <laughs> okay. And I recommend to anyone that's listening, get the book. If you're a manager or if you if you rely on other people to make you successful in business, mm-hmm. get the book for everyone that you work with. Give it to everyone. Make them take it, and then analyze the the uh, the the answers and and, and what comes out. Of the results, and the book is called Strength Finder. Strength Finder two point Okay, okay. Gotcha. So there's thirty four, and I'm, <laughs> I'm a futuristic wooer who commands activation through context. Nice. Okay. okay. So I, I I have to put it into a sentence, right? <laughs> so I'm an activator, one who acts to start things in motion. Mm. I'm a commander, one who steps up to position in positions of leadership without fear of confrontation. I put things in context. So I'm going to use the past to make better decisions in the present. I'm futuristic, one who has a keen sense of using an an eye towards the future to drive today's success. And I'm a wooer, W-O-O, which is winning others over. Okay. So apparently that means I'm somewhat persuadable. So those were my five. Mm -hmm. And you know me fairly well. Those, that's pretty good. That's pretty good, that's right? Pretty good. It is pretty cool when you get this whole printout, and then it also talks to you about who you work best with, mm. uh, the other types oh, of that right? personality traits that w- that you would most likely be successful with, things to watch out for. It's uh, it's worth. I think it's eighteen dollars, Dan. Just put it on my tab. Um, Will do. <laughs> and so, uh, this and sounds I, like something that couples should do. Yeah. So right? yeah, like absolutely. Completely... It's, one hundred percent. So uh, that's funny you say that. Like my wife is, uh, and uh, what is that? Opposites attracting, you know. Two steps forward, I take two steps back. Nah, nah, nah. Oh come, my God, what is that? Come on, you don't know who that is. We come together because opposites it's, it's attracting, you know. It ain't it ain't fiction. Just a, <laughs> come on, Paul Abdul, dude. Yes, Jesus yes. Christ. Okay, so opposites attract. My wife's five. Uh, are like discipline. <laughs> Did Res- you find that shocking? Res- no, not for her, but yeah. uh, it's uh, discipline, responsibility, <laughs> yeah, achiever, developer, and individualization. So, wow. you know, not all are just obviously you know, doctor obvious scenarios, but I thought every time I think about my wife's discipline and, and responsibility, <laughs> yeah, I think that like that's opposites attract. Mm-hmm. So. So Dan, I I am uh, if you don't take the test, oh, and we 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 need to we need to analyze it. Yeah, no, I'll take it. So tell me, what are the questions like though? How do they get to knowing you're a wooer? I can't. You can't tell me. It's like a secret. I'll give you a, one example. 
when you go to buy a car, do you buy the first one you see? Or do you shop oh, at five of... different auto dealers? Oh, gotcha. And that's not for a wooer, but that... Uh, you no, know, but that would help determine blah, 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 whatever. Yeah, it, it's, it, it, it is a personality test that there's been a lot of background put into. Yeah. And it's pretty good. I did it with my whole team. And is that right? The, we and we sat around the, the table, you know, in a in a meeting, and we all talked about it. And I thought that there was of ninety five percent of the things that came out and, and from the uh, from from the results with my team members was was dead on. Really? Yeah. So, but but it helps you to def- to so accurately define each trait and compare them to the traits of the other people. Yep. Nice. In a teamwork setting. Yeah. But then if you want to be selfish, you've got to know that those are your strengths mm-hmm. and, and then, focus on those on a daily basis. Right. And it's okay that you're not good at that. Just mm-hmm. focus on mm-hmm. what you're really good at mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and see what happens. All right. Interesting. So anyway. All right. I, I, I can't wait to see uh, if I'm uh, if I'm an includer. Or a relator. So I'm going to go through this really quick, and I'm going to give... Actually, you are like a blank book. Aren't I? Yeah. I don't think I could actually even try and guess of the 34. Mm. You're such a... You're you're an interesting person. Am I? You are. I'm so interesting. I'm like a blank book. That was like my Dizzy Dean again. Perfect Dizzy (laughs) Dean. They looked inside my book and... Uh, it's still a book. They found nothing. No, exactly. <laughs> but inside the book, you didn't know. You don't know what it is, and every page is blank, and it could be written with could invisible be, ink. Right, you don't know. <laughs> you don't know. That's what I think of when I see you. That last page oh, was awesome. Let me go back and read it. Oh, it's gone. Oh, it's gone. Darn it. <laughs> do, we, do we put a lighter up against it or lemon juice, or what do we do? Uh, did you just use... A National Treasure Nicolas Cage movie reference right there? No. Yes, you did. Well, that happened in it was, it a was, Nicolas Cage movie. Yeah, I guess it kind of did. did yes. It, yeah. it was just a general treasure map uh, reference, <laughs> but I guess it never hurts to just or go Or the full back of the Declaration of the Independence. That, exactly. I mean, come on. All right. With that, <laughs> God bless America. And in closing, oh, I hope you have a great rest of your morning a sun-filled afternoon, or a fantastic evening. And remember, if you keep a positive attitude, something's always brewing. Corey Pons is back at quarterback now. Corey's in the end zone. Gets it away. Deep down the middle. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%.